Oh, I farted. It's not very newsworthy. It will be in a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Gas cloud appears over northeast Scotland. Okay. Nobody can see you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank fuck. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I was meaning more me, but but you know, <coughs> I got a cough. Still got a fucking cough. Maybe I'm dying. Are you okay? No. I look like I've been on a desert island for the last month. <laughs> I'll probably sound like it too. And Brexit didn't even happen. No, a lovely Halloween present. Did you see the zombie Theresa May pictures? I, I just generally think Theresa May looks like a zombie, but was she like really tired and? No, they just they just put like photoshopped her into like a, a zombie for Halloween. Anyway, shall we start? I saw an article saying Halloween Brexit fitting for zombie May. Hello Brexit. That sounds too cool. Scream as you have to listen to five hundred pages of trade agreements. Ah. Go, let's start. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll save my good material for the actual podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that wasn't that funny. <laughs> oh sorry, I thought that was your good material. Prick. <laughs> You're just jealous of me. I am. Do the thing. Let's get this party started. Okay, well... Are you going to get frustrated now and angry? I can't. I haven't wound you up for a while. Come on, start. I can't start if you keep talking. Start. (laughs) Shut up, (laughs) I do this I will if you get on with it. Fuck off. (laughs) Why do you torture me? Because it's fun. I'm being silent now so I can actually get my game face. (laughs) My game face. (laughs) Jinx. I I better say your name three times, otherwise I'll have to do this podcast by myself. Fuck off. Obda, obda, obda. (laughs) No, shut up. Dick, dick, dick. You didn't say jinx. Hello, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> this is not going before the opener. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Hello, Internet. I am Firebolt. And I am the Orbiter. And welcome to episode eight of the Bollocks Report. Hello there. Uh, now, last time, we had a bit of a tiff at the end, and we Did tried to... No, well, I edited it out. Well, yeah, editing magic means that you, uh, innocent people don't have to listen to us So, at all. either you've just blown my efforts, or I'll have to edit this out as well. No, you get the tiff over with now. Well, it's, it's just for, like, no, shut up. Uh, it's just for, um... Just for honesty purposes, because we've been told that we're meant to be, like, open or something. That's apparently our shtick. Open for business. No. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, so that was over the length of the last one and the one before. That's what she said. I mean, shut up. Uh, The 
episode six that was mainly because we had a guest and they are very talkative not that i didn't enjoy that episode but it was a very long he's got one of his own now but i'll put that in the other news later on okay um yeah so basically now i've just arranged things a little more so i'm not as young as i used to be so my stamina is not what it used to be i've arranged it so it's easier to keep concise and have things roughly similar sort of once it gets past a certain point as one thing my brain dies yeah, you you like, just you very know, much. I, just, I fall off a cliff. Like you just like very Shit, much just man. lose patience. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I can't be asked after a while, and maybe that's indicative of um, you know how long people can be asked to listen to us for as well. I, I'm a, I'm a um, steady curve down. You're a sheer cliff drop. Meow. Like the pound. <laughs> Anyway, let's guess Dog on with our first segment. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we're going. We're, yeah, we're, as a result of that. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'll shut up so that I can do the little tune thing. Boy, thank you. Welcome to the news breakdown. If you've listened it's before, news rundown. But rundown. Shut up. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm so professional. This is going great. Ed, welcome to the news rundown. If you've not been with us before, clearly I haven't. <laughs> this is where we just go over the it's news that's happened since we last recorded this thing. Yeah, which has been the same shit for God knows how long. But yeah. uh, So yeah, I've now organised it into broad categories. Consisting of UK politics, Brexit, world news, science and technology, US politics and weird news. So... Shall we uh, dive into UK politics then? Let's. Shall I begin? Let's. Shall I begin? Yes, I mean, <laughs> let, let you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I said shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hope your girlfriend's here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> You should apologise to my hypothetical girlfriend. <laughs> You're hypothetical. <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend. <coughs> oh dear. I don't know what you've been... Oh, I was actually going to say mine's here, but I thought it would get me in trouble with the missus. So. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Plus I would tell her. Anyway, yeah. Ian Duncan Smith urges Theresa May to quit next month. You read the next bit and then... Oh, sorry, Jeremy Corbyn concerned evidence was ignored in anti-Semitism, row. Jeremy Corbyn on course to become Prime Minister as Tories collapse in polls. Shamima Begum was an enforcer in morality police squad, say witnesses. Corrections. Was an enforcer. I'm sure it's <laughs> I'm sure it's two M's in Shamima as well. Shamima. Shemima. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking Jemima. It's not... Boris Johnson back in the running for leader as Tories try to appease Leave voters. And oh, calls no. by MPs to extradite, extradite Assange to Sweden. Mm-hmm. Right, so uh, we'll deal with like party politics. First of all, Tories. Cunts. Yeah, but like who's your like if you who's the one that you hate the least? Of the Tories? Um well, she's yeah. left. <laughs> oh, Anna Subri, but I mean, like, out of people that are actually contesting for leadership. Um, I don't know. 
because I, I don't like any of them, really. I just don't trust them. I mean, mm. I, you don't trust politicians in general, but you know what I mean? They, I just... I, I, it is party politics, but to me, anyone who is still content to... To be honest, I... To identify themselves with the Conservative yeah. Party doesn't deserve support. To be honest, out the country. all of them, the most sensible, even though still being a Tory and still being responsible for a lot of the budget, the current, uh, I think it's Secretary for the Treasury, First Chancellor, um, Philip Hammond actually seemed relatively level-headed, at least. He's not completely yeah. bonkers. <clears throat> But you just sort of think, you know, if they, if they were that level-headed, they'd be fucking off somewhere else because they've mm-hmm. just made a mess of the country, in my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Jeremy Corbyn maybe becoming Prime Minister? Um, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. I think he's... Uh, I know you've gone off him a bit recently, haven't you? Um, I, I'm, I'm a bit disillusioned by him because... Uh, I try to read between the lines because every time I see a negative news item about him, mm. which... Which I have seen um, the anti-Semitism thing I just flaring up again this week. Yeah. I'd just, I'm just thinking, yeah, who in the Tories put that one out, or who, who, you know, it's, it's as soon as there's any any chance of any kind of leadership election type thing going on, it's suddenly all the smearing comes out, and I'm not talking about Assange. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, uh, I found it. But I thought it was a bit despicable. The I thought it was tenuous at best. The link because um, the anti-Semitism thing was approached from two different standpoints, wasn't it? Some people were saying, "Oh, he's admitted that there's been mis- information mislaid, so that's proof that they're not dealing with the situation properly." Whereas when you actually listen to what he said, it was it 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 can you know it, it just in every way seemed to me like he was acknowledging that mistakes can be made and he wanted to make sure that he yeah. did everything to make sh- to to try and for one combat that I, I think he's just a politician and <clears throat> yeah. that uh, he didn't seem like a politician to a lot of people so now a lot of people have gotten a bit angry with him that's the main thing the I tories see- have been been let away with these I mean this isn't our what aboutism. I still think anti Semitism in the Labour Party should be solved and I think it's a problem. I just don't think Jeremy Corbyn's personally responsible. It just pisses me off when <clears throat> religious issues get into politics. Yeah. Um But then it pisses but, me off when religious issues get into anything, so Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the way you say that. Your tone of voice. Whenever I start slagging off religion, you go, "Yeah," <laughs> like as it, it's almost like you're apologising but agreeing with me. <laughs> well, I want to ap- slightly apologise to like religious listeners and stuff, but look up shit. Try and question your belief. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Shamina Bajim quickly. Uh, Basically, I've just got this picture in my head of her just like running past the window now. <laughs> An enforcer. Oh, oh, sorry. And I saw something else. Apparently, she sewed people into suicide. Yeah, I, I read that. But again, this is a really difficult podcast to do because I don't believe anything that I read in the press. Um, I feel like you're <laughs> we've got just like overly paranoid at this point. It's not paranoid. It's just like. I've given up on the press, but we've got to we've got to at least 
comment this on is it, from evening standard by the way there were some more um sensationalist articles from our personal favorite the express i think it's like anything isn't it online especially nowadays or in, in any way that you, whenever you read anything you have to consider the source but i, I definitely think she probably i mean played some part what about three years yeah reasonably she played some part but she still can't be less stateless. Kind of ironic, Legally, that, can't be less stateless. So should just. I mean, if both be of those articles, if both of those news items are true, then not only is she an enforcer in a morality police squad, but she's sewing suicide vests onto people at the same time. It's you go, girl. <laughs> a li- it's it's a little, um, shall we say, hypocritical. I know that's not often a word that's <laughs> associated with religion, but. ISIS being hypocritical? No way. <laughs> anyway, I I just think she should be in prison. Where? Well, either in the Netherlands if they accept her, or over here if no one else accepts her, because that's literally our where responsibility. Is she now, anyway? No idea. <laughs> Probably just like sort of. She might be back in the UK already. We might be yelling about She's nothing. She's treading water in the English Channel. Okay, we got some <laughs> other stories on Assange to do more with uh, Ecuador, but this is yeah. mainly, I think it's uh, 70 MPs signed a letter to extradite Assange to Sweden on two charges of sexual assault, I believe it was. Yeah, that's a weird one because Sweden had actually dropped those charges. no. They had. No, the time had ran out because he uh, missed bail or jumped bail. That's actually the reason that the charges were dropped. All right, because I I saw his um, lawyer on TV saying that that Sweden... (laughs) Well, yeah, but we're we're talking about news reports from the media about politics. So who do you trust? (laughs) (laughs) Just which liar seems the most trustworthy? (laughs) But yeah, interesting. It's interesting. Uh, to be honest, I would rather he was sent to Sweden oh, yeah, than definitely. the US. But having the US said that, have ulterior. You, the US just want him because they sold their dirty secrets. He aired their dirty laundry did, for the world to see, and they don't like when people do that. And that's why Edward Snowden. I can't remember who Russia. it was, but I, I did actually for the first time in quite a while. I did actually think, yeah, I, I, I did feel proud to be British for a, for a few moments when somebody said. Um, about when about the extradition to the potential extradition to the US, they'd said that we are not in the habit of uh, extraditing people to countries where they may face the death penalty. Although they're very happy to turn away asylum seekers. Uh, yeah, that's who face death in. Like, I did say humanists from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the tests that they used was asking him to name philosophers. Did we miss a week out about the? Um... It might be on World News, actually, but I'm not sure if it's come up in the last two weeks or not about the stoning of adulterers and gay people. Oh, it was the Sultan of Brunei, wasn't it? Uh, Was that in the last two weeks? I don't know, but very much condemn it. I think Mm. we mentioned it in some podcast at some point. Yeah. So, should we move on to um, that? Brexit is the next category. I see. Yeah, uh, I see. It's been extended for another six months. The season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people were people were thinking it was going to get cancelled, but viewers are 
Happy to see it's been renewed for another six-month season. I haven't actually got any stories specifically because I was doing this all today and trying to find various bits. And Microsoft News Today decided to have a fit and show me articles from March. So, I don't know. Uh, I was just trying to find something relevant. Uh, So, I didn't actually get anything on the little spat between Macron and Merkel. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Macron was trying to say that if we oh. have an extension, a long extension, then gonna... we shouldn't be allowed to uh, have a say in European Parliament. Right, okay. Hang on. Sorry. Oh, I was just getting a tissue. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't doing a Craig on you. We'll get to that <laughs> maybe <laughs> in other news. If you don't know who Craig is, it's uh, one of the people in our network podcast network. Uh, anyway, so on to the actual stories that I've got here. We can talk a little bit about that afterwards. Okay, Corbyn told to back second referendum or lose millions of supporters. Yeah, who is this he was told this by? I know it was somebody within the Labour Party, wasn't it? Was this an individual or or the Labour? Do they have like a, a, a board of directors or something or a committee? Or? Do you have Microsoft News here? What is Microsoft News? Is it an app? Oh, I think it. I, this might have been from Google. Uh, I know I have seen that article, but I'm just I couldn't remember who it was that's yeah. That's, well, um, it might just be the poll told him that. But right, I remember okay. we did a story. Uh, I I sound so because current polls are, see, are seeing the uh, Tories sixty seats down, aren't they? Yeah, well that that's what I was meaning with um, Jeremy Corbyn possibly becoming prime minister. I mean, if we can it's, stop feuding with. Um, Nicola Sturgeon, it's quite feasible. Yeah, I would very much, I think I said this, we we were discussing this the other day, weren't we? I, I would love to see a coalition between the Greens, Labour, SNP and the Lib Dems. Yeah, I agree with parts of each of them. I just, I can't get, I don't think enough people will get behind Vince Cable, to be honest, because he's not very lively and you kind of need a character in modern day politics. It's unfortunate, yeah. policy should matter more, but... I've not heard anything from the Lib Dems for ages. Um, but, I mean, it's almost at the point where I'm thinking, do you know, this Brexit malarkey might all have actually been worth it if it ends the Tories. Because <laughs> I I've, I've sincerely believe they're far more um, damaging to the country than Europe. Hmm. But then so is our... Well, they seem Voting on system. the verge of implosion. Both parties kind of do. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I'll find out. The only thing I'm works. slightly worried about is Farage at the moment. Because obviously... Told by Richard Corbett, leader of the Labour MEPs. Oh, the European Parliament. Uh, yeah, okay. See, that's going to be a really interesting thing. That's, what is it, 23rd of May, is it? 22nd of May. Not sure. Um, the deadline for... MEP. I think it's 22nd. Um, yeah, because it was 21st, so we didn't have European elections. And we've got this. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting. Um, I'm actually going to pay close attention to the European Parliament elections, this, and which I think a lot of people will. And I'm worried. I think you probably should have been in the past, though. Yeah. Because not paying attention to that is why Farage got in. 
and a lot of other people are rising up in Europe that want to see the European Union yeah. dissolved or whatever. So maybe maybe this is, has been a warning sign to those who are happy to leave Europe to, yeah, by to, the to be as it, it is. The wishes to leave the European Union have vaguely gone down across Europe, which is... I, I guess <laughs> probably it, shit in this whole I mean, I don't like that we have to be uh, the head on a spike to deter everyone else but it keeps Europe together <laughs> that's kind of um, that's Nick Cleggett in the last government isn't it oh <laughs> uh, cleggy weggy <laughs> anyway there's more on Brexit here we should probably get to those stories yeah sorry Magic Majid what? no that you're Majid, second Majid. one second oh, Hammond says May will stay for Brexit uh, Green's party uh Majid Majid plans to run for MEP. May defends extension to October 31st to MPs. Uh, Corbyn calls it scandalous that cross-party Brexit talks came so late. And Hammond defends spending billions of pounds on Brexit. Okay, Uh, should I explain who Majid Majid is first? Yeah, it's a nice name. Uh, I think a Somalian refugee who's now the mayor of Sheffield and they're very anti-Trump and also in the Green Party. So, mm. uh, And also, uh, my favourite thing about them, uh, when they were sworn into office, they played the Imperial March. <laughs> cool. They seem like a cool... Um, Hammond says May will stay for Brexit and defend spending billions of pounds on it. I, I don't know... I don't know what's that is it is it gonna happen is it so, some is of the it spe- even gonna happen? some of the spending's been on general brexit stuff and a fair chunk of that's been to do with no deal preparations mm. which are kind of now wasted but it's good to have someone is there it, backing it up I d- but i did recently see a story i haven't got a, like a source for this so sorry if it's not exactly accurate uh, in terms of economic growth damage, sixty-six billion is what's happened. Yeah, because of this whole um, shambles. I was just about to say because I mean yet. this extension to October the thirty-first. Um, I was just about to say, is it December that she's got until her twelve months are up for another challenge and no, of no confidence anyway? Yeah, but I did read it was either but today or yesterday resign. that the Tories are actually thinking about rewriting their rules. Just so that they can get rid of that, so that they I feel can... like that's a little bit shady, but but then is, hasn't it all been? I mean, to the fact honest, that she's brought the same motion back to Parliament four times is kind of rewritten the rules. Keep May and let her uh, defend this shambles as long as she can, and then the Tories look awful. Yeah, they can take. She can take them all down with her. Yeah, because all the dickheads will go down with her. Because yeah. Brexit party's not going anywhere. I noticed, um, what's his name? Uh, Rhys Mogg's yeah. sister is running as an MEP. For the Brexit party. For the Brexit party, yeah. He said that he sort of sees the reasoning behind it, but that, like doesn't agree with what the outcomes are, something like that. Yeah. I don't really care what Rhys Mogg thinks, he's a cunt. But as I say, the problem that uh, the thing that worries me about Farage's um, speech the other day when he was announcing the Brexit Party opening, if you like, starting up in Coventry, this was um, that a lot of what he was saying 
fitted perfectly with what a lot of people want and it and it, it it just worries me that people will latch onto that i just hope that you know because he was just basically saying that our our parliament our, our parliament yeah, think, democracy is 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 a broken system and we need democratic revolution which is true i think they're taking not not his i form think they're of it. taking the fact that people are fed up with parliament as a sign that people are angry about like wanting brexit but Quite a lot of those people are just fed up with like the news stream and would quite like Remain to actually happen. Well, I think people or on just all something sides to be fed up with out. Parliament, aren't they? You shouldn't be taking a oh we're fed up with Parliament as that meaning oh we're fed up with Parliament not letting Brexit happen. Mm. I mean anyone like trying to say oh Brexit's not Brexit if it's not no deal because. I, I, I'm saying this because I saw Piers Morgan tweet. This is usually what makes me angry. <laughs> um, about like not staying in bits of the EU. But I, the referendum well, was just on being a member. I know, and I hope this doesn't make me sound like an old fogey, but I just, I've never... I'm I'm just I'm just getting into Twitter now and how you know because I've, I've been a, an old fart with Facebook for a long time. But, turn back now. But Enter at your own peril. <laughs> I just I just think it's just wrong for people to be enacting politics on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like Trump tweeting oh, yeah, stuff definitely. that that is directed at other politicians. I it's would like, definitely this needs to be done yeah. Or diplomatically behind closed doors. One of the or, most worrying things is when person. he does like uh I think when he I don't think he's actually been allowed to when he tried to ban transgenders from the military. He announced it in a free uh, section tweet. Well, I think. he's not. Um, he's not banned them, but he has. He has now announced that he's forcing them to serve in their um, biological um, gender role as opposed to the one they identify with. But he's saying it's not for any um, kind of. Uh, prejudiced reason it's uh, purely a, a money saving exercise mm-hmm. yeah well they spent more on viagra for troops did they last year where do i sign up <laughs> 42 million they spent not on that i need it troops. spent way less on transgender surgeries so that is straight up bullshit but what else do we expect from why do troops need viagra i don't know that's the thing, 42 billion on that, and they're saying, oh, it's too much to spend on transgender surgeries. Maybe their so. weapons are going limp. <laughs> Just screaming into battle with erection. That'll scare the enemy. It's what the old German hordes used to do. Like, but, like before Germany was actually a thing. Anyway, shall we move on? Uh, right, uh, Macron and Merkel quickly. What, both at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's an image. Two leaders, one person. With Theresa May cracking the whip. Uh, no, no. I'm having flashbacks to our 200th video special. Anyway, See, I, I, I must have blacked that out because I couldn't. I couldn't remember what you were talking about. But carry on. Oh, anyway, um, maybe we played Fat Mario Kill. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was your sister was the worst one with that. When we were playing Mario Kart that time, what? And we were talking about how we all hated um, Princess Peach, right? 
I'm not going to go into any detail, but it did involve um, what's the little mushroomy thing, toadstool called? Toad. Toad. Yeah. Being the uh, the master of a. Not going to no. <laughs> okay. uh, I think a lot of uh, Brexiteers will like seize on to Macron being a bit dickish, but yeah, he's he's come through the middle, hasn't he? As it were, um, he yeah. The, in the two last big parties there year or so, things much... have like with the yellow vest protest, things have kind of gone a bit south. Well, that's the thing is is, is this but... is this not what's going to be happening here? Because our two main parties are pretty much collapsing. Is I, another party going to come through the middle and take? Well, SNP is the third largest party, and they haven't got any ability to get seats in England. Not that they would get them anyway. But no. it would be good. Lib Dems aren't powerful enough to do that right now. SNP need to be prepared. It's just going to be a political mess. Actually, SNP are not going to be interested in coalition because they're so bent on independence, aren't they? I think they're more interested in. Uh, uh, coalition than people are giving them credit for. But then, see, what happens if they go into coalition with the government and potentially form a fairly strong government? Um, they, are they not then stuck without, without any independence um, possibility for five years? I don't know. They'll probably make some arrangements. Like They might do confidence. Having fine. said that, would not coalition in Westminster be a way of Nicola Sturgeon giving Scotland permission to hold an independence referendum after the general election, after like the yeah. next cycle? Because mm. it, it's going to take that long for that to come around anyway. Yeah, get them on the inside. I mean, they got Nigel Farage on the inside in in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> to fuck things up. I mean, I don't think SNP are trying to fuck things up in Britain. They just no, want to leave Britain because it's already want... fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, probably should move on to world news before we indeed uh, spend too long talking about this. Okay, the, the, this is sort of more um, uh, loosely connected stories, I suppose. Uh, so we probably will talk about these a bit more separately. Okay, so we've got Assange's lawyer calls Ecuadorian embassy's allegations outrageous. Sudan's new leader promises civilian government amidst deadly protests. Ivanka Trump in Africa to promote women at work program. Russia's secret nuclear plant offered to North Korea revealed. Mystery group breaks into Spain's North Korean embassy to reveal intelligence. New World Bank chief confirms commitment to environment. And Seychelles President Danny Faure calls on worlds to save oceans. Not bad pronunciation. I don't know how it's pronounced, but that was a good guess. Well, if it see, there's a there's a composer called Faure, uh, uh, but he's got an accent on the last e. I just wondered if you'd maybe. I don't know if it's a if it's supposed to be four or Faure. Faure is the the composer's. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so first of all, Assange again. Now, there's been quite a few allegations about uh, the reason that he's actually been kicked out is that not because he was still doing spying and stuff from the embassy, I don't think, is because he was apparently misbehaving quite a lot in the embassy. There were two acts, weren't there, mentioned? There's a few acts mentioned. Um, there were two I'd heard of. Two of the most interesting ones were, well, most outrageous allegations i suppose um smearing shit on the walls 
and skateboarding in the corridors. I think the smearing shit on the walls is probably more serious. But there was something to do with his cat as well. Did you see the pictures of his cat with the tie on? Yes, we'll get to that. That's not weird news. <laughs> but all right, okay. But um, see, there's a couple of whether or not this is true. One thing did um, occur to me. I mean, there's people sort of saying, "Oh, yeah, well, you know, this is this is outrageous behaviour. He should have been kicked out and stuff like that." But I'm just trying to imagine what it would be because, I mean, looking at the pictures, the place is basically a flat, isn't it? Yeah, I'm and he's he's been in there for seven years. I yeah. think I'd be going. I mean, I might I might not be smearing shit on the walls, but I'd certainly be uh, going a bit loopy being in the same flat for seven years. And you might ha- say, do "Well, you think he had he's a actually choice. just lost it." I I don't see how you can stay completely yeah. sane I mean it's I suppose it's basically a prison but you don't find a lot of I suppose like he's not actually been outside for seven years I mean I, I know what I'm like if I'm cooped up in the house for less than a week you know yeah it's it's um although I, I must admit to finding it quite amusing um just just the the pictures of him being carried out I, I, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with the fact that he's been arrested um, I think he definitely should be arrested for sexual <laughs> assault but I totally agree that well this is what I was sorry but I mean it might endanger it like intelligence operatives but the if thing... the US and other governments are doing shady stuff it's freedom of information. I don't. The know. world has the right to know. I, I I don't know if this was just my sort of um, reading thing, reading into things. But I just when that originally came out about the um, Swedish uh, allegations, I as soon as it happened, I the the timing of it just seemed really spot on in terms of. I just thought, oh, for fuck's sake! It just felt like America was just coming up with something to extradite him no. for. I, 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 I don't like at that time sort of assumption that that because I I, mean, I believe these allegations were made before this like long before and that's why he was skipping bail. Oh, I'd not heard anything about the um, allegations until it all came to a head with America, when he was basically they were after him, and then suddenly. And maybe it's just because I wasn't following the news closely, but it just it seemed to suddenly come out of the blue. On, on I think know. a lot of this is because they realise that, well, now that person's actually got some power, maybe I should say something. Right, yeah. Just bring out the truth, say, well, this person's maybe not the hero he's cracked up to be. He raped me. Or whatever he did under sexual assault. Mm, I'm not sure. I believe buy that sexual because... assault survivors, please. No, well, I. But I no, I'm, I'm not saying I don't believe them. I'm just saying that I'm. What I'm meaning is that your um, argument about that kind of would work the other way for me because the more somebody came into the public eye, if I if I was a victim of an assault, um, I. Th- think if I hadn't had the guts to come forward about it before when they were a nobody I think them being in the public eye would make me even less well it's like with um, to come forward there's two more scared to. Supreme Court justices that have been under investigation for sexual assault 
they're now sitting in the Supreme Court. Both of the times, their allegations were just put off as, oh, it's time to be political. But they were real. It's just because they don't want that person getting into a position of power and potentially lobbying on that sort of thing. I know Julian Assange isn't in the government, but it's still a sort of de facto position of authority leading WikiLeaks. Mm. Being yeah. able to influence politics. I, I, don't, I don't disbelieve um, allegations. I don't automatically believe them either. But um, I suppose what I'd be concerned about would be anyone using um, that as ammunition. Do you know what I mean? Um, it... Like, if... If somebody um, wants to come forward with information like that for themselves, then that's you know that's that's fair enough. But if they're being encouraged by I don't know Sweden or America to come forward for political reasons, well, there's always going to be political reasons when allegations like this come out about someone in power mm. and yeah. it, it might just be that actually these allegations more came out as they became in power because someone managed to find this dirt on him yeah maybe and they maybe. were talk they were trying yeah. to talk to people about it before but nobody was listening because it's just like well this person isn't of interest yeah good point maybe. so these stories have now gained attention i don't mm. know the specific stories i'm just sort of trying to understand the position uh, I think it was two women were in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, don't don't misunderstand me. I'm not calling anyone a liar. It's just sometimes, um, and I know people uh, want things like this to be reported, but sometimes people choose not to report it and for good reasons, for, them, for their own good reasons. Um, I mean... Yeah, the person, the main person that came out against Brett Kavanaugh had to move house, quit their job. Mm, yeah. They got death mm. threats constantly. Mm. It's a scary thing to do. Mm. I, d- I don't know if Assange's fans are that um, militant. Hopefully not. But as far as I know, the charges were actually dropped because they ran out of time because he skipped bail. Yeah. Okay, next bit. Uh, Sudan. They've basically had a revolution. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> something, as this, this, you this happens every, every 20 or 30 years with them, doesn't it? Well, uh, in 2010, actually, South Sudan gained independence. And I, they've been, I think, slightly... I, I'm not sure. I think there's been some war with them. Sudan's not really something that's in the news very much. Is it not because they've because they've had a military um, kind of? Uh, I think they did have a military coup, or, or I think actually the military are trying to sort of um, jump on the bandwagon with this revolution. I've just got this picture of a load of soldiers with trombones and trumpets and stuff on the back of a jeep. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, when the saints. Party poppers, cannons. Shut up. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Something that I learned uh, that I had no idea about 
whilst doing uh, Model UN for my English class is because uh, someone else was France. Something that I'd never heard about uh, is that they've got quite a problem of child prostitution in Sudan. Oh, right, okay. That France is trying to stop. What's the link with France? Well, it's, it's, France generally likes to stop child prostitution. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's not generally for it. Yeah, but why them as opposed to us or America or Germany? It is is Sudan because I know France has a uh, you know like Spain has a, a high presence in sort of South America. Does France have? Uh, they might high... have because uh, I think quite a lot of the time they have sort of like partner programs. Yeah, where they'll sort of say, "Oh, well, this country." Or, can't. or what I was getting at, I suppose, I, it was, was just the French team brought it up, right? I was just wondering whether Although or not it was kind of was, funny because um, I was um, if they were representing ex- Russia and I suggested a military. Should we talk over each other lots? <laughs> yeah, he's um, going yeah, there with the military. Okay, military. let's carry on then. So, uh, were they maybe exporting French, French, uh, exporting child prostitutes to France? Is what I was saying. I don't think so. I just think the French team brought it up. It was an issue of worldly concern. I almost laughed when this next item came up. Ivanka Trump in Africa to promote women at work program. What does she do as a job? Uh, I think he might be like Secretary of the Interior or something. Some ridiculous nepotism role. She's sort of a de facto advisor to Trump and her husband did it in so many jobs that I think he's lost track of them. Okay. Most notably trying to find peace in the Middle East. (laughs) <sighs> trying to find it it's basically the filler somewhere. for all the people that have left during the Trump thing um, but I, I guess it's good that she's promoting that I just don't think she's ever actually worked a day in her life so it's a bit hypocritical um, Russia's secret nuclear plant off to North Korea revealed who by? Uh, I think it was US intelligence operatives and then it maybe got leaked Um it was uh, something that was offered in 2018, late 2018. Oh, North Korea. Would you like a nuclear plant? A secret one? And don't tell the Americans. Well, they found it out. Late. Yeah. It was a secret deal. So, but... Well, I think there was always rumour that Russia was... Kind of oh yeah, Russia and China are their main allies because they're the only people that board Yeah, China, yeah. Um, but that's a, that is a bit of a worry, I suppose, for America, isn't it? If China get involved, because they've got a lot of um, yeah financial clout. Apparently, there's going to be a third uh, talk World about War? nuclear disarmament because uh, right. they had one where they were like sending love letters to each other. The last one in Vietnam was a bit more hostile, but I just that in the sixties. No, like re- uh, from Trump. All oh, right. Okay. Um. But I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, mystery group breaks into Spain's North Korean embassy to reveal intelligence. When I say it's a mystery group, presumably they they did the revealing and then got out before anybody found out who they were. Maybe. Well, they were trying to like get like intel about maps, and I think uh, the person that's sort of in charge of the Spanish embassy they were suspicious of uh, having a correspondence. Right. Not sure why Spain would be interested in North Korea. It's kind of far away, but I don't know. Guess the US is far away from a lot of places. Maybe they're trying to get away from involved. all the British expats. 
I don't know. Um, New World Bank chief confirms commitment to environment. This one was interesting because... Uh, as long as they put their money where their mouth is. <laughs> with... Uh, I was watching Frankie Boyle's New World Order and they made... Which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know who Frankie Boyle is, they're a Scottish Shame comedian and usually quite offensive, but also very insightful. Mm. Um, Read between the they lines. They said about... Because they say, generally, the World Bank say, oh, all we need is an extra 3% go- growth. I know, that's bollocks, isn't it? But that means that the world's economic output will have doubled by 2024. Yeah. I've never understood, I mean... No, in 24 years, sorry. I've understood it, but I've never understood how anyone can see it as a sustainable... Yeah. Um. To quote a Muse song, an economy based on endless growth is unsustainable. Yeah, but that is the default position, isn't it, of capitalism? Everything is based on growth. It's not based on keeping things on an even keel. Yeah. And it's like capitalism is the problem. It's like like trying to inflate a balloon in a finite space, you know? Even however strong it is, sooner or later it's going to run out of room. It's like... It's just logic to me. And on a slightly similar note, uh, the Seychelles president, they've been quite vocal about saving oceans, and that's probably because they're right in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Yeah, well, the other thing is... the Stand oceans, a lot to lose. The oceans are going to save themselves. It's just whether or not they take them, take us with them, take us away from the, take um, us out of the equation. Interestingly, nah. talking about comedians' talk shows, have you heard that um, Jimmy Carr and Catherine Ryan do a show called The Fix on Netflix? No, but I don't know who Catherine Ryan is. Uh, she's the she's Canadian. Um, she was on Taskmaster. Oh yeah, 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 another one, yeah. Um, and they sort of try to come up with weird ways to solve the world problem, and one that actually would kind of work, although you'd have to ask permission first, is if Krakatoa erupted, mm. that would kind of solve things actually, because it would um like create a layer of ash in the atmosphere yeah. mm. so less heat gets in because that happened like a thousand years ago or something and yeah. the world's temperature dropped by a few degrees or we could do what frankie boyle was saying i mean loads of people would die and just like concentrate on not frankie boyle the, the guy that was on the frankie boyle program was saying about basically just concentrating on the forest areas and sucking the carbon dioxide back down he and the the ocean. He also said of. that it, the, the Earth's gonna like die due to climate change, but it doesn't matter because it's pointless ball of shit. <laughs> Who that guy? The, no, uh, Frankie Boyle. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's one of those things when I'm saying read between the lines. He says those things, and it's the people that take it at face value that are just like it's obvious to yeah, me. It's just that funny, it's said ironically. It's sort of uh, self-deprecating for the Earth. <laughs> Sort of like, well, we probably shouldn't be alive anyway. But In other words, of... what he's saying is essentially the way most people treat the world. Do you uh, know what I mean? I, I guess. Anyway, before we... I mean, we sort of set a target for one hour on this. We did. We're going to go over, aren't we? We'll maybe set a target for one hour on the news rundown. Okay, and then whiz through the rest while I'm probably. holding my, holding my um, penis. No, Jesus Christ. 
Fucking hell. Please don't. <laughs> Science and technology. I haven't got big enough hands. Um... <laughs> World's biggest aeroplane completes first flight. That's... Um... <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I was going to say that's appropriate. <clears throat> Israeli spacecraft crashes on the <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> it's just like, is it not big enough that you... They, they obviously... Yeah. Okay. Image of a black hole captured for the first time. That. I quite like that. I mm. want to talk about that. Though. Mm-hmm. Europe at risk of spread of tropical insect-borne diseases. And new super-Earth may orbit Proxima Centauri. Okay, first of all, world biggest airplane. I cool. thought the um, that was the Airbus three whatever that has just gone out of service or they've stopped making. Well, they, they've an, made a, a new one. The A three eighty was it? It basically looks like two planes sellotaped together. <laughs> all right, this must be a new one then. It, it genuinely looks like you've got um, one plane with its wings, and it's got like uh, it's sort of got two w- massive wings, and then that's connected to the other plane's wing. And right. kind of so it's like got two fuselages. It's like a, a plain version of a catamaran. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, Israeli spacecraft. I've heard that they're planning on uh, launching another one. They've not given up hope, but that's um, Israel sort of starting their own. But the Klangers are well pissed off. Out of date reference inserted. <laughs> um. I, I guess that's cool. I, I I know China's doing that, but I thought Israel would be a bit more preoccupied what with the West Bank. Just linking this next one, the black hole one, um, with um, the whole sexist argument thing. I did read, and it is quite right, that a lot of people are, are, are or quite wrong, but there's a lot of people that have just been saying that she's the, the woman that, that's um, been used as the, not used, the, the woman that's, been announcing this as just being used as a kind of poster girl whereas she actually came up with the technology that's kind of (laughs) whatever people will be sexist assholes yeah uh but that's very that's jesus christ i mean like in the 70s it wasn't that like a maverick theory or something i remember seeing the black hole film at the cinema and i really liked it um um, which they're remaking. I, mean, uh, I haven't got an image up right now, but it's it's a bit blurry. But like it's millions of light years away. It's going to yeah. be a bit blurry. It's incredible that they have to get. Um, I was watching a piece on it. Uh, they had to get fourteen satellites from. Well, they satellites. Mount- I thought I thought they were te- uh, they were radar telescopes. Radio, sorry, radio telescopes. Yeah. Um, from mountains across the world, yeah, mm. and they all had to. It had to be in the exact right place in Earth's orbit, yeah, and the weather had to be just right in every location, yeah, yeah. So this is amazing <laughs> that we've managed to get this. But mm. just thinking about that, the fact that we've managed to capture a black hole on well, we haven't I captured. Mean, one. Well, it's not like with photo. It's not necessarily a photograph, but it it well, shows it kind, the. Kind of um, it's like the light gives off radio waves that sort of thing mm. it radiates um but uh, it's a picture it's called m53 the galaxy oh i did see a funny tweet from um matt bellamy saying caught an image of a supermassive black hole <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, Europe at risk of war. Can you war? imagine uh, if we what like what we get to see fifty years from now? Hmm, it'll turn out to be some kind of space beast's anus. I mean, we recently got gravitational wave. I'm ignoring that. And, I mean, we haven't photographed new neutron stars because they're too small. I mean, we've seen, like, the effects of pulsars, but I don't think we've... Because, like, they're 10 kilometers large, although they're dense, like, thousands of times the mass of our sun. Mm. Um, But we have, uh, like, detected the residue of, like, uh, plasma and gold that's created in a neutron star collision, which is cool. Yeah, science is awesome right now. Get into it. <laughs> science has always been awesome. Yeah, but like it, it's a good time. Like we're learning lots of cool stuff about space. Okay, tropical insect-borne diseases. This is because basically uh, the Mediterranean is becoming tropical because of climate change. All right. Okay. It's. It, I mean, it's the Mediterranean has been fucking hot at certain times of year anyway. But I suppose it makes sense. Um. More extreme climates, mm. it's actually having an effect that we're now going to begin to see. We might get malaria over here, who knows? You sound hopeful. <laughs> Woo, got to catch some wolves. <laughs> new super earth male Proxima Centauri. Not sure what is, a super earth is. Is it new though? Is it really new? Well, it's not new, but it's, they've, it's newly discovered. And, and it's another one of those May. I suppose it's, they've maybe found some effects, some gravitational effects that could signify that, among other things. They found some, a planet very similar to Earth. Around okay. Proxima Centauri. But it, but Although it would take... It if we started a mission right now, I think, um, whilst we're still alive, Stephen Hawking did a process, uh, program on this, and it would take... About a hundred years to get there, so you basically have to have a couple of generations on yeah. the same ship. Yeah, there's some ace science fiction films based around that concept and series. So the people that actually arrived there will have <coughs> no memory of Earth, probably, unless they're babies when they leave and live to be there. Well, old. presumably they would give them information. <gasps> oh, excuse yeah, but me. But they'll have no actual memory of Earth. Sorry. We're coming up to five minutes away from the hour. I'm okay. about to fall off a cliff. U.S. politics. <laughs> Ilhan. Okay. I'll start. Ilhan Omar embroiled in 9-11 round. Democrats set deadline of April 23rd for Trump to release tax returns. Trump plans to release migrants into sanctuary cities to target foes. And U.S. law chief says FBI spied on Trump campaign. Yeah, first of all, Ilhan Omar, uh, if you don't know who they are, they're a congresswoman who's been unnotified just for being a Muslim, because America's right, likes to do that and like claim that she's un-American and whatever. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we have an Islamophobia problem in the UK, but we don't have it as much where one Muslim being in parliament is that much of an issue? I can't remember where it was I was reading it, but Islamophobia, is uh, somebody was saying, is not the correct term. What what it should actually be is Muslimphobia. Yeah. But I'm not scared of Islam. I just disagree with it. But, I mean, even so, like, I don't think any 
uh, Islamic terrorism has actually happened in the U.S. since 9-11. The row actually was over, I think, I mean, this was in the broader context of a speech, and as always, things are taken out of context and made into a big thing. Uh, She said something along the lines of, some people did something on (laughs) 9-11, which was criticised for being dismissive. But I do think uh, probably what she was getting at is that they're still reeling from it 18 years from then. Or more accurately, the people in power are still exploiting it. Yeah, the right wing are still exploiting the fear from Mm. 9-11. Which, I mean, there was, I don't know if it's still around. That's probably what she was getting at in a conspiracy theory that it was actually the government that did it to... <laughs> don't pay attention to that. No, I know, but you know what I mean? It, it is kind of, they, do, they don't do themselves any favours by kind of clamping down so heavily. Mm. Um, I mean, all of that bollocks at airports, airport security stuff, none of that is actually for any other reason than to just placate the public. You know, it doesn't actually do any... Yeah, the TSA doesn't stop anyone. Most of what they do is confiscate bongs <laughs> and send all they send all their confiscated stuff onto Instagram do they yeah okay. the, the TSA I don't it's know what they used to do it's just basically a, oh we are uh, protecting you it's just sort of saying it's a big statement of oh you should feel safe one of the, the one of the because I used to deliver lost luggage from the airport do you know what they used to do uh, this is true. The airline that I used to work for, they'd have, every so often because there'd be cases that went missing um, and lost their labels, so they wouldn't could trace the owners. So they'd be left with cases that they d- didn't know who they belonged to. So after a certain amount of time, they they'd have an auction, and you could bid on cases, but you didn't know what was in them. So you could just bid on a suitcase, not knowing what was could in be it. Full of and dildos or drug money. It could. So if you ever lost your luggage, that could God be what happened it. to it. It's just regular holiday stuff. Anyway, I digress. Um, although I do find it funny when they've got like the sketches of, um, uh, well, an actual footage of um, luggage handlers in Manchester just throwing, lobbing suitcases all over the place. Yeah. And then in South Africa where they take it one by one off the But that used to be the funniest. Belt. That used to be the funniest thing in the world because we used to hand a lot of luggage coming off of the luggage carousel. And when it comes through and it's and, and the case is buzzing, because, I mean, it's obviously like an electric toothbrush or something, but it doesn't sound like an electric toothbrush when it's in someone's bag coming around on the carousel. Okay. <laughs> Trump's tax returns. I th- I think basically I'm not sure they either either Trump doesn't want to see how m- people to see how much tax he's dodged or the fact that he's probably not a billionaire. <laughs> it might just be a pride thing. What are they going to do if he doesn't release them by then? Well, they can legally actually make the IRS give them to them oh. because they control the house. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Expose the fucker. Okay, what's meant by um, releasing migrants into sanctuary cities to target foes? I think from the article I was reading, it's meant that because some of the areas along the border are actually heavily Democrat, kind of, because it, it's sort of immigrant yeah. communities, um, he's going to basically o- try and overload those cities. With migrants. 
yeah, to try and get them to turn to his side, I guess. I I don't think it's going to work, but it's still kind of just like, or just actually allow asylum seekers and stop trying to close the border because that's a kind of a legal move, but yeah. yeah. Um, oh, apparently um, with the person that was in charge of the whole um, border kerfuffle, uh, Kirsten Needle, Needleson, sure, whatever, Nielsen, um, she's now resigned. Um, she was getting calls every morning to stop migrants coming through the border by doing illegal things like rejecting all the asylum seekers. Right. Because Trump's an asshole and that sort of thing. I don't know why he campaigns so hard on this. He doesn't have to, but maybe because he's just Trump. (laughs) Okay, uh, last thing is just kind of like, no shit, Sherlock. FBI spied on Trump campaign. It kind of needs to to investigate him. Yeah. Um, Is it spying? Is is it really spying if you're just keeping Uh, a legal eye on a public campaign? Yeah, it's just the FBI doing the, FBI they, things. They did their job then, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Mueller report's been released yet because they're still trying to redact things, but they have said that they're colour-coding it to explain why things have been redacted, but we don't necessarily know if they're telling the truth with that. No. Okay, uh, <clears throat> on to a bit of lighter news. Weird news. Yes. World's deadliest bird kills owner in Florida. I mean, that's not really light news, but... (laughs) What was it? I think it's something like a cassowary or something. All the weird animal news happens in Florida. Like, they've got alligators going into shops, and I swear something must, like, in the water must just make all the animals go uh, over there go insane. All right, okay. I think there was a guy who was drunk and carried an alligator into a store like a, a small one yeah and he was asked about on the news he was just like wait what i don't remember <laughs> this <laughs> i did see a fucking massive alligator um, on a video just like sort of walking along the side of the road like florida's crazy yeah. uh, and the other thing my theories emerge as to what happened to julian Assange's cat maybe he was on his way out for an interview had a shirt and tie on, so or a collar and tie. Mm. Uh, I think there's four leading theories as to what's happened because obviously, without Julian Assange there, what's it gonna do? Yeah, so... the funny thing about it is that, um, going slightly batshit crazy in the Ecuadorian embassy, um, he started dressing up his cat in a shirt and tie every like a collar and tie every day, yeah. Yeah, I mean that does, different that, that, that kind of holds up my my theory about him, like his sanity. Maybe after seven years in the same place, being maybe not quite, not quite right. Yeah, but I just find it funny that everyone's wondering what happened to the cat. <laughs> yeah. What like what happened to it? How did it end up with a collar and tie on? Well, no, like or, what? Where, where is, is it now? It now? <laughs> Probably turn up with its own TV show next week or something. I would love that. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah, Julian Assange's cat. Anyway, that's us finally done with the news run. <laughs> We're around about our target. T- well, not for the whole episode, but around about our target time for that segment. <laughs> 
Okay, next segment, a brand new segment and a gap to introduce it. Okay, so this is our brand new segment, Fireball and Orbiter's Bits. Meow. You can thank the Orbiter for that title. Oh, yeah. Just throw money. Did you meow? <laughs> I am Julian Assange's cat. Ah, it's in disguise. <laughs> then it turns out that that's secretly who Trump is. <laughs> Yeah, this is just a bit of a catch up with our news, isn't it? Sorry. In my news, I'm just Can still... Can you stop? Like, a... I still I still have a, a cough. That's that's part of my news. I still have a cough and it won't go away. Right. Like Sam the Eagle. Do I? Muppets. So, um, what have you got going on, Firebolt? Okay, well, I've got exams, like... <laughs> In two, my first exam is in less than two weeks. That's a music exam. Ooh. Fun. How do you feel about your exams? I have definitely not studied enough, but I did pretty well because over here we have. I, I'm guessing they have a similar thing in other places. Um, prelims, preliminaries. Um, basically to just ascertain. What either of you need any extra support or what sort of level you're working towards? Yeah, and I got A's in six of them and a C in the other one, roughly. What was the C for? German. I sort of last minute did the writing, um, so I didn't have time to learn it because you kind of have to write out a letter at applying for a job and. I did that after the Christmas holidays because I'd forgotten that we needed to do that. Not that I would have done it anyway, if I remember. Because <laughs> I was very drunk at Christmas. Shh, don't tell them that. Anyway. I'm a good dad. I'm not saying you're not, but I was very <laughs> drunk at Christmas. Um, yeah, but basically I just sort of panicked last minute and tried to learn it, but got like 8 out of 20 on that bit. Well, I'm sure you'll do better next time. Hopefully, but I don't... Um, you don't really need German, do you? But I don't massively need German. It's just sort of a nice to have. Sorry, Angola. Um, it's just sort of a nice to have because... Um, it, it's it's sort of a sciencey language as well. Um, and also with the way Brexit's going, I'd be surprised if I need to stay in Europe at some point. Hmm. Uh, but they generally have a much better attitude towards foreign languages, so quite a lot of places in Western Europe have a high percentage of English speakers. Mm. Um, but I, I think I'll still pass, uh, probably with B, hopefully, but um, who knows, I'll see. Um yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling all right with that. I should probably study more, though. And also, other thing with me is I'm now... I got a discretionary place for Aberdeen Youth Orchestra. Aberdeenshire Youth Orchestra. Oh, I'm sorry. There, there is a different AYO. thing. It is a different thing, though, um, I think. Or is it, there is well, a Grampian Youth Orchestra as well. It's in Aberdeen. No. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> 
Yeah, basically, I go at some point in June for a week long. Well, of course, the concert's in Stonehaven. Uh, I go for a week long course in June uh, to basically join an orchestra. Yeah, four days. They're long days, though. Mm. Like nine till nine. Most people are staying overnight. I decided not to because reasons and yeah, it, it costs more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons. Uh, but hopefully I'll do all right in that. We'll see. I've been practicing some of the pieces and there's a good repertoire there. There is. Anyway, what is in your news other than the fact that you're remember. poor as shit? <laughs> you said that you had... I think so, yeah. You um, well, suggested no, the segment because you had um, news. I, uh, I suppose... <laughs> My main bit was my my own podcast, Better Call Paul, has had uh, it's up to episode seven next week, and um, oh, you're catching up with this one. Yeah, well, it's because it's weekly. Um, <laughs> it's getting to the point where it, it would have got very repetitive, or I'm having to. Uh, it's kind of settling into a format, shall we say? And um, it's we've been. We've been told that um, the honesty that we that we share, if you like, um, is one of the things that people like. I, I think I'm just uh, I've got a big change in my attitude towards everything. I think coming up, and I'm talking it through. I'm using my podcast as like a psychiatrist's sofa. I'm just basically using basically, it you're for just me. Talking at the wall. And yeah, maybe I'm talking to myself, and yeah, I'm talking talking to myself, and, and basically just kind of it's taking a slightly different direction in terms of I'm kind of don't know I'm being more honest because people seem to like that, so you know I'm not worrying so much about what I think people want to hear, and I think that's that, a good that, thing yeah. Like. Generally, uh, if you're constantly worrying about whether you're being entertaining or not, that's not very entertaining. In exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Um, higher self-esteem, you're interesting. Eh? Hi- have higher self-esteem, you're interesting. Yeah, I uh, I hope so. Well, but it doesn't you matter anyway. You said there was some news about the network. Oh, yeah, there's more shows coming out on the After Dark Podcast Network, of which we are a... Member yeah. in various in this incarnation in my better call Paul incarnation and in our Breaking Bollocks incarnation, but um, do you remember two episodes ago we had Ben on? He yeah. is recording his first podcast. I keep thinking his name is Nick. Don't He's know recording why. his first podcast. He looks like a Nick tonight, which will probably be out before this episode is actually. So it's probably out already. Called same shit, different day, and it's um, that according to Craig, we're getting a bit of a current affairs kind of department now if you like i suppose on the network um he's he's basically um searching out news items i suppose it's nearest that we do to it would be the weird news bit but basically news items from around the world that shouldn't be in the news that just like ridiculous news stories and basically ripping them apart that's his thing it's a solo thing um we've also got i always find that like when i'm trying to go over um items that are actually worth putting in that I just find ridiculous amounts of just guff. I mean, there's loads of stuff about sports that I just don't care about, but the amount well, of stuff about... he did ooh. invite people to contribute to send him um, ideas for items and stuff. Um, uh, like, one of the top yeah. stories uh, today whilst I was researching was why Meghan Markle can't keep royal gifts or something, royal wedding gifts. 
Okay. No idea why. <laughs> I don't care. Why is the monarchy still relevant in the 21st century? And we also have a brand new podcaster on the network as of today called Simon Isbell, I believe, is doing one called Simon Says okay. Pod, which is, I think he's a postman from what I remember, but he listens to podcasts on his post round. Oh, Hours included. Are we doing a news bit on the spat? On the what? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I thought. It was I mean, really it, it might have been so, cleared <clears throat> up by now, hopefully, because they kind of run the network. Yeah. After Dark Podcast News, After Dark Podcast Network News, the latest episode of Is After Dark I found quite amusing because um, there was a there was a departure from the episode, wasn't there? Yeah, oh, you, I, you haven't heard it yet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it to it, you. No. Um, yeah. I've. Nick and Craig fell out. <laughs> it was funny. I've only Sorry, ever Craig. walked out. I don't, like, I don't, I'm not taking monopoly. sides. I don't agree or disagree with either of you, but I found it very entertaining to, to actually hear somebody storm off on a podcast. <laughs> I've never heard that before, and it was great. Rage quick. Entertainment quality. Thank you. You made my day. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they're patching. Makes me feel a bit, a bit better about our falling out at the end of the last episode. <laughs> That I edited out. Mm. At least, they, at least they left it in. But I think that's much. Um, I can't be asked to edit. So. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Craig was criticising Dumbo despite not going to see it, and that's why Nick was getting angry. This is just all like catty drama stuff. I'm yeah, really gossip like... inside gossip. <laughs> so Craig said this thing, and then Nick said this thing, and then <laughs> and he said Craig walked out. He said, up, oh, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, I've had enough of this. I'm off." And put the phone down. Very Liverpool lead response. I hope we don't get kicked off the network now for bitching behind people's backs. Well, we're, we're not, not doing bitching. it behind your backs. We're, we're doing we're, it to your faces. We're doing drama news. <laughs> yeah. um, this is the, uh, what do you call it? The, this is like our um, tabloid section. Oh, I see. Do you have any new stuff in your life that's <clears> not that um, personal? Um, not specific and immediate but a general change of direction and attitude i think is the news and it will become apparent in time i'm not for the better he's been an utter arsehole so far <laughs> last 15 years have been shit <laughs> i'm joking you're telling me <laughs> this is just a depression <laughs> podcast now um, anyway, yeah, if we're all done with our bits, yeah, let's let's. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying. <coughs> Hopefully, next episode you're not. Actually, can I introduce the next this next section with that? Okay, I'm introducing the next section. Yeah, I need to actually get it up the thing. Oh, what have I done? You you need oh, to get I'm it already... up the thing. Shut up. <laughs> And it's about <coughs> letting Yahoo. <laughs> uh, if you do not know, he is currently prime minister. Does Israel have a prime minister or the president? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> of Israel, and in my opinion, he's a dick. Dick, because um. He's not very fond of Palestinians, from what I can tell. Are you being anti-Semitic? No. 
Um, Are you sure? I definitely think... Um, actually, this looking at just what we've got here, this will be an interesting one because you were saying it before we began that you would like to get um, opposing points of view... Yeah, presented. this is one thing. If anyone wants and when to, Fox News gets involved. That's always what you can find. If anyone wants <laughs> to let us know if they've found an article um, about the same thing that says um, the opposite from different news sources, because I'm really interested in covering the I information think, wars, if you like. Uh, well, there's that, but I think what's more interesting is, and I've always found this with Fox News. Whenever there's something bad about Trump, they'll make they'll just go through a complete nonsense story. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Is it something about um, cutting down racist trees? That's an actual segment that they did. Cutting down racist trees. I think they were planted to like, um, like make the white neighborhoods not have to look at poverty. Oh, okay. Well, they should come to Britain. You don't have to be in a coloured neighbourhood to... Yeah, we don't really have as much segregation here, but there's still... No, there's I poverty, mean, you've still got the southeast. that's basically <clears throat> just rich people or retired people, as far as I can tell, but, you know, whatever. Uh, right, getting to Netanyahu, though. The way that people are actually reporting it will be interesting because they'll have different... Um, obviously, they have different biases... But quite a lot of people are going from how the U.S. relates to um, Israel, mm. and very much uh, Trump's and Netanyahu's relationship. Well, there's a, there are a lot of Jews in America, aren't there? Uh, <clears throat> are they not? It's not. They a seem to have a lot of widespread religion. I thought I thought there was quite a lot of. They're definitely represented in. Um, Film and comedy, quite heavily. Um, more as just sort of the tokens, I would say. But um, really, percentage of religions in America, it's a, it's a very small uh, amount. I mean, they've got a ridiculous amount of Christians over here. We've got, uh, I think, now fifty-one or fifty-two percent no religion. It's just the number of times that I've. Um, it's not okay. really occurred to me that you know that pe- that there've been one point nine percent. I would say that that's that's. Uh, I would say it's the highest non-Christian faith, but it's still yeah, I suppose, uh, quite a small amount. I don't know. For some reason, there seem to be um, Jewish comedians seem to be quite. Or well, it Jewish tends seems to, to be, be quite prevalent in comedy. Uh, it tends to be unless that. they're not necessarily of the religion of the religion Jewish, but more of the nationality Jewish. Well, like ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. I I never get that because like people will try to say, "Oh, that person's got a big nose," and I'm like, "Yeah, what they? does it, what, what does, does that have to do with anything?" Anti-Semitic mean is it is is a semi a, a religious Jew or I, I think an that's talking Jew. about the the ethnicity of like, right, Ashkenazi okay. Jews. What's an Ashkenazi? It's uh, it's it's like a, a background of um, the Jewish ethnicity. I've of... heard it a lot when talking about like DNA tests, when they did that like um, twenty three and Me thing. That's 
one of the um, categories for the um, background. Yeah, I feel really kind of out of my depth talking about religions and race and, and sexuality and anything. That, but generally the I reason that you find of... a lot more representation <clears throat> in comedy from minorities than necessarily are there is because they've got a unique perspective. They've actually got something new and interesting to say. And also they understand um, they understand that part of life they understand race issues if they're black well, they understand there is they can make fun of jewish people exactly whereas like a black person is a lot is going to be a, a lot more able to take the piss out of other black people than a white person can and get away with it but like the one of the funniest comedy routines i've seen i can't remember the guy's name it was on live at the polo there's a sort of really um macho scottish guy hmm and he he does all his jokes and then towards the end he reveals that he's gay which is something mm. that he uses to affect because it's quite a shock it's not something that you'd expect yeah but you know it is that ability to just sort of use that and also being able to talk about sensitive subjects because we laugh mm. as a way to cope yeah. with that yeah but also we feel more okay laughing about if someone's telling so the person telling it actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah, mm. it's like um, I I think Ricky Gervais is a good writer, but I don't think he's a good comedian. Um, personally, that's my opinion. Uh, he did a whole routine on uh, uh, a whole bit on Caitlyn Jenner, saying that she identifies a woman i can identify as a ch- chimpanzee he's not a good stand up comic yeah it it's it's a lazy joke that mm. has a little understanding of the actual issue there yeah so, I, so I don't a, actually, a trans comedian would be able to actually make it i don't find his involvement with like the um, carl pilkington stuff funny either i think carl pilkington's funnier on his own without having the piss taken out of him by ricky gervais and um, the other guy i, I quite like Stephen merchant yeah but but he's just <laughs> sort of going along with ricky gervais usually yeah ricky gervais i like i liked him in the office because he's a good writer at the time um, that that's what I think. There's but, a film that he's in. That um, I like. Anyway, can we get to Netanyahu? We've been talking a long time about uh, comedy. <laughs> we can get to that in our Breaking Bollocks episode about comedy. Oh, okay. Um, right. Okay. So New York has gone with the Trump Netanyahu alliance. I'm not sure what sort of bias the New Yorker has. It's not the New York Times. This. Mm. I'm guessing that's more talking. I mean, by the looks of it, it's looking um, not necessarily the most positive. But from what I've seen, Trump has allied himself with despots around the world: Erdogan in Turkey, Bolsonaro yeah. in Brazil. Pretty much, almost went with Kim Jong Un. Yeah, yeah. If they didn't have that standing rivalry already. I think he supported um, that despot in the Philippines and uh, the military guy. He gets on quite well with Theresa May. Uh, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. He doesn't get along well with Theresa May. (laughs) Compared to the the US, the UK is actually pretty sensible. Yeah. And our conservatives are like their Democrats. Yeah, yeah. 
probably more left wing than that actually. That's just the Overton window over there. Who's Benny Gantz? Benny Gantz. Um, who has called to congratulate Prime Minister? This is from the Jerusalem Post. So this is from like local. Uh, I, I'm Jay-post. assuming you know where J- Jerusalem is. Um, okay. Uh, blue and white head. Apparently, I'm assuming that's some sort of um, special interest group that is uh, standing behind Benjamin Netanyahu. Um, or it he, might be a party. The, I was going to say, is he not the... Was he, by the look of it, it looks like he was maybe competing against him. He's one of the other right-wing party leaders, right, okay. I think. <sighs> okay, uh, the other things, because we got a bit off track there. Um I find... Do you? Okay, we'll go through the stories here and then I'll give my own opinion, I guess. Okay, um, Fox News has gone with US benefits by Netanyahu's apparent victory in Israel's election. A lot of people are calling it an apparent victory because... Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's CNN saying it's very tight. Um I had heard uh, there was one point at which I think they'd uh, that there were news sources saying that the opposition had won. Uh, but he's but possibly they were being, both claiming victory at one he's point. He's possibly being indicted as well, so that might not be that he's winning. Another one. These politicians, I don't know. That was for um a lot of um using like state funds for champagne and bribing newspapers. Mm. Um, As you do. Netanyahu may have won, but Israel's political landscape has politi- uh, fundamentally changed. That's from Haaretz. Well, that seems to be happening all over the place, really, doesn't it? Mm. I, I kind of hope it does change, because... It would be good if it could change in America. I think there's well. quite a lot of demonization of Arabs over there yeah. by the press, uh, and that's why... A lot of people are still standing behind Netanyahu because they think it's the Palestinians' fault that this war is still going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's all Israel's fault, but I'm going to definitely say that IDF, Israeli Defense Force, bears quite a lot of responsibility from what's been happening. Mm. Like illegally annexing, not annexing, but occupying West Jerusalem. And also Netanyahu saying that he wants to annex the West Bank. And hinting that he's carried out the latest Syria strike. Oh, right. Didn't hear about that. It's at the bottom there. Oh, right. (laughs) The Times of Israel, sorry. (coughs) Okay, uh, so, yeah, from the Jerusalem Post again, Pompeo says Netanyahu's annex West Bank talk won't hurt peace prospects. Uh, Mike Pompeo is, I think, some security advisor to Trump. Right. But to be honest, I, I don't see how him talking about annexing parts of a country will not cause problems for the peace process. Idea. What a format idea! What I think, I think it should be possibly a regular thing that we talk perspectives until I've had enough, and then I just start arguing with you and go, "Can we finish now? I've had enough." 
Okay, well, do you have any thoughts on the matter that you want to get out there? I'll just scroll down here as you scan. I just think that, well, um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with the the role of Israel in the region, um, and and nor am I comfortable with the fact that I'm not comfortable with any any of our involvement or or America's involvement in the Middle East at all in general, especially our relationship with Saudi Arabia. I know that's not directly linked to this, but <laughs> certainly America's um, relationship to Israel. Doesn't how Rhett seems seem to fair. Be, I'm I'm assuming that's an Israeli newspaper, um, or it might be a Palestinian one. Um, it seems to be quite empty Netanyahu here because they're saying that I've not heard of this Camgate intimidation tactic. It's straight out of Jim Crow playbook. If you don't know, Jim Crow laws were something used to um. Solidify apartheid in America in the 30s, I think. Before that, actually. Right. Um, and also, Egypt generally isn't very fond of um, Israel because they've had some wars over Sinai, I think. Um, it's all about Can Israel survive Netanyahu? I, I just... I, I don't mind... Israel being a thing, because I think it is a good idea to have a home for displaced Jews, because they've kind of been fucked up throughout history. They mm -hmm. kind of deserve some sort of reconciliation, but, but kicking a bunch of fuck up other people. Yeah, it's like you know. And I definitely prefer your turn now. Uh, <laughs> it's like the previous government. I mean, I wasn't alive when they were in uh, that. Um, managed to negotiate for the Oslo Declaration, which now makes what the current government is doing illegal, but the US doesn't care, so they're the world police, so it doesn't really matter. Fuck yeah. But also, something very quickly here, on eve of Israel's election, Netanyahu thanks Trump for sanctioning Iran at his request. Oh god, there's so much... Like I know the Cold War between Iran and the Middle East, and then you got Iraq, which is just still a mess, and Afghanistan. I know that's slightly further. But weren't East, Russia? Um, weren't Russia? Um, I mean, Iran borders Russia, doesn't it? Does it? There's so much complicated involvement. I know Russia were parties. were um, were um, in favour of the Syrian. Uh, was it Assad? Yeah, in favour of the Syrian government. Did they? they Russia not on Iran's side as well, or? I don't. Oh my God. Could they change sides? Well, Saudi Arabia is on the US side, and Iran's against Saudi Arabia generally. So yeah, that well, that's, kind of that's just because because us and America sell sell them weapons, especially during the Cold War. I think they were, and they've got lots of oil. Iran. But that's going too far back into history. Speaking of, time for our next segment. Oh yeah, you look tired. Last segment. Uh, this will be a quickie. So mine is actually on this day in history. It was last year. Uh, should we quickly? We did this last time. Uh, we just went over loads of different things. This is from the date that this is being released, um, or at least it's planned to. Uh, April the eighteenth. Oh, I just saw a really other another interesting one. Can I do two? Oh, I don't mind. Okay, I'll... Yeah, just whatever. Just as long as we get on with it. 
Um, mine is, well, if you're doing two, you do yours first then. Okay. Your first one first. 1948, International Court of Justice opens at The Hague in Netherlands. Wow. Still sounding today. And still people are having to go at it for things that it has nothing to do with the EU, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but and that's very interesting to do with um, the Nazis as well, because that would have been set up to prosecute them. All right, okay. For war crimes. Yeah. I know uh, they had, um, I'm not sure when the Geneva Convention was set up, but the Nuremberg trials, I think, were done by the International Court of Justice. Mm. And ever since, they've done a relatively good job of trying to stop... I mean, the world's still a mess, but they've done what they can to try and stop um, dickheads around the world from doing things illegally. Uh, Relating to our previous one, I suppose, I think they were involved with Israel. Do you? Yeah, well, they're involved in loads of things. It's International <laughs> Court of Justice. I don't know. The other one that I just saw below that, 1949, yeah, Republic but... of Ireland withdraws from the British Commonwealth. Interesting. Yes. So mine was from last year. Saudi Arabia's first cinema in over 35 years opened last year with Black Panther. I thought that was the Emoji movie. Did I you? Swear. Well, I swear. Mean... This was a private screening. Oh, um, right. I think followed, the first public one was the It followed the lifting of uh, of the cinema ban in, in an ongoing modernization drive by the reformist Crown Prince. So the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia is now still, modernizing the country by reopening cinemas. Still hangs gaze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you went there. Um, an AMC uh, are uh, reopening is. cinemas there. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Do you have a second one? No, that was it. But it is actually Black Panther an interesting choice because it was a film about a young monarch of a fictional African jungle kingdom, which mm. apparently has drawn parallels with the Saudi prince. wonder if they picked that specifically because of that. This is a story about a young royal who transform a nation, transforms a nation. That might sound familiar to some of you, Aaron joked. Um, yeah, there you go. Another one interesting fact. I know uh, we meant to just do two, but France, West Germany and Benelux form European steel and coal community. 1951. Which uh, merged into the European Economic Community and then into the EU later. That's interesting, I suppose. Anyway, we should probably wrap up. Yeah. This is slightly shorter, but um, hopefully yeah. we'll try and we'll do, we'll do what we can to try and make it entertaining, I guess. But we it's funny because at the beginning you waffle. Sorry, you do you, you take you take like three times more words than you need to to say something. You do as well. You just repeat yourself lots as well. But um, you also just go off on random tangents about like Jewish comedy. Anyway, um. Okay. Yeah, we, we'll try and keep it relatively. It's funny because um, we... <laughs> Shut up! You, you keep interrupting, that's why I have to keep I'm laughing, this. I'm laughing. I'm... We were originally going to have this <laughs> as, um, between half an hour and 45 minutes. 
Well, with any, I'd have it like really <laughs> like professionally done, but that's not us. <laughs> Come on, then, let's call uh, it a day or a fortnight. Anyway. I have been Firebolt. I've been the Orbiter. And this has been... Oh, we were going to do a promo thing, weren't we, at the end? Yeah, do, go... Do we have time for that? Just go follow all our things, subscribe to all our debris, review our things, and and be a wonderful follower for the rest of your life. Thank you. Bye. It, shouldn't we just do, like, another um, outro recording at, at some point? point. Jinx. Dick, dick, dick. Hello again. Uh, <laughs> did I say goodbye? Um, I've been Firebolt. I've been the Orbiter. And I'm this confused. has been the Bollocks Report episode 8. Bye! Bye. I didn't kill you. Yet. Please do. <laughs> this podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.